From WGCU News, I'm Amy Tardiff. James and Rachel Bass of Cape Coral talk about their interracial marriage, moving to Florida, James's fears as a black man in a mostly white community, and Rachel's response to her once naive perception of race in the United States in this week's StoryCorps of Southwest Florida. Once we did start dating, I remember you being really afraid to meet my mom. I didn't understand why, but why were you so nervous? Well, I was nervous because uh, I'm a black guy and I was with a white girl and it was scary for me to be in that type of situation. I wasn't nervous at all to meet your mom or your family or your grandma. Why do you think that is? I think it's different coming from your side of the situation than it is mine because of the way society sees things and I guess because of the way that I was brought up. I know my grandmother and my great-grandmother. My great-grandmother, she came from Little Rock, Arkansas, and that's that's in the South. And and then my grandmother, she came from the same spot. And down in that part of the country, back in that time, it was pretty rough on black people. Their idea of, of a white person was not as, eh, not like it is today. So they helped raise you? Yes. So you were sort of used to having to think about interacting with white people and whether or not they would be kind to you or yes. approve of you? Yes. And then I had friends, too, that were the same way. I had a, a friend that I bowled with when I was dating you. When we got ready to move down here, his comment to me was, you're going to be hanging from a tree down there in, in Florida. You, you need to stay up here with your own kind and kind of made me mad. I didn't say anything to him, but, you know, who is he to tell me what to do with my life? I love you, and I wanted to be with you. That's my business. So I did it anyway. Now I don't talk to him anymore. I didn't have any of those types of conversations with anyone. And I remember when you told me that he was saying that, and I I remember your family not being happy about it, about us moving down here. Looking back on it, like, you know, I remember that you were nervous about, you know, about how people perceived us out in public and things like that. And that was something that I wasn't aware of at all. And so all these years later, now looking back on it, I realized that the entire, the entire weight of the, of that part of our relationship, the entire responsibility of the, you know, the interracial part of our relationship, that was entirely on you. You had to carry that burden all by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know, uh, it's hard, you know, but you were there with me, so that made it that made it a little bit easier, knowing that you would be there with me, even though I'd had to carry it by myself and, and stuff like that. Like when we used to go out to eat, I know I used to always tell you, look at those people, they're looking at us because <laughs> because I'm a black man dating a white white woman. And and I still think that to this day that people look at you on both sides, the black people and white people look at you and judge you because of the color of your skin and, and who you are. I don't know how you were able to do that and not be resentful of me. I don't think I could be resentful of you. If I knew then what I know now, I don't know that I would have been able to, you know, go into it like that. You know, when I see the, the toll it's taken on your life to move down here and to be surrounded by my family and to be surrounded by all these white people all the time, 
our, our entire lives would have been different if I had been more cautious, if I had been more aware of what was going on and, and listened to you more. And I, I remember that the perfect example of that is when you kept getting pulled over. <laughs> and I was like, for the love of God, would you learn how to drive? Like, what is your deal? And it took until I was with you and you got pulled over. And we were treated so much differently than I'd ever been treated with anyone in a car before. Yeah. You know, immediately, do you have any guns or drugs in the car? And I started laughing because it was just such an utterly ridiculous question that yeah. it took things like that for me to start to understand and to start to believe you. And I may be bringing it up all the time now you know, racism and, and things and talking about it all the time and focusing on it so much, it, it worries me that it's made your life harder again. Hmm. Well, no, I don't think it's made my life harder. And I'm happy that you see how society is and how mean it can be towards other people. That's something I fixated on a whole lot. Yeah. Was worrying about what people thought, what the kids were going to think of me. This little tiny white girl, what's she going to think of this big black man coming in? <laughs> to be her uncle. Yes, yes. Like this is going to be her first experience with a person of color or with right. a black guy. So it all turned out pretty good, you know, so. It gets annoying when I know other people that are in interracial relationships and all they want to do is talk about, oh, love doesn't see color. Love <laughs> is blind. And it's just not true. If you're doing that, you're cheating yourself out of. Yeah. out of really loving the person that you're with for who they are. Well, I think that we have a more fair relationship. Yeah. And I think that we're um, making a better team now than we used to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This interview with James and Rachel Bass was recorded at StoryCorps in Fort Myers, a national initiative to record and collect stories of everyday people. This excerpt was selected and produced by me, Amy Tardiff.